Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Uh, I mean, it's been a great football weekend, man. My 49ers won. Uh, you know... Florida State recruiting very well. So, uh, you know, I feel kind of good right now, man. Um, I don't even know what I'm <clears throat> I don't even know what I'm going to talk about on this episode. Um, usually I just write some ideas down and just pick something. But I, I don't know. I, I think I done pretty much. Uh, you know, went over everything that I feel like Florida State needs to do, man. I, I think one of one thing that would be beneficial to the football program would be to, uh, you know, get some more NIL investors. Um, you know, I think Florida State is always going to be able to get guys. But if we're trying to compete with Georgia, Alabama, you know, LSU, Florida, the big money programs in, in the you know, we we gotta find some NIL money from somewhere. I, I don't know how you do it. Um you know, I you know, Miami's Miami's got a billion dollar investor now in the in the uh Ruiz family. So I, in short order, I think <laughs> Miami's going to be back. Um, not to the level of like that 2001 team. I, I don't I don't see them corralling that type of talent. Um, but I, I think, you know, definitely ACC championship fringe playoff team every year. I, I think uh, the coach down there, I think he's going to be able to do that. So, you know, for Florida State to, you know, get back in the con in the national championship conversation. I just think that um you know we gotta find some money from somewhere. Legal money. Not we you know we don't want to set the program back twenty years with doing stupid stuff. You know, legal NIL money and uh we might be alright. <clears throat> Cause I mean we went out and got some guys, man. I I didn't think we was going to be able to get the guy from Albany verse, but we got him. Um, you know, we went out and got some receivers. I mean, every loss that we took in as far as high school recruiting goes, we offset that with the transfer portal. And, um, you know, that's that's a testament to. Mike Novell and his staff. I get credit where credit is due. Um, but like I said last week, I, I don't think you can build your football team through the portal. I think you got to, you know, you got to find your guys, you know, through recruiting. You got to build your team through recruiting. And, um, you know, just from what I've seen on social media and on the Internet, you know, they've been doing a lot of hosting as far as recruiting and for 2023 and just, uh, you know, hopefully 
um, it pans out. Um, I just think that uh, going into next season, he's got to win at least seven games to to really hold off the the um, the uh, the fans of this, the people in this fan base that will go for your head at a moment's notice when you're not going 12-0 and and going to the playoff. And let's face it, we, we got some crazy people in this fan base. We, we really do. We really got some people in this fan base that, that don't have all their marbles. Um, and I, I've always thought that Florida State was one of the classier um, fan bases. But as, as with the advent of social media and just getting into some of these um, fan groups, you, you just you just find out that there's a lot of just people out there that just don't know football. And I, I don't say I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm some sort of coach or analyst or guru, but I, I understand that. If I'm building a football team, I'm going to build my football team inside out. I'm going to start on the offensive line and on the defensive line. I want to get that as best as I can. I want to I want that to be as good as it can be. And then I want a quarterback. Okay? And and then I want a cover corner. And then I then I would just build You give me a great offensive line and a great defensive line and just give me like above average players everywhere else we going we going to win we going to win some games maybe not championships but you you look at some of the great just teams and it doesn't matter NFL or college that had great offensive and defensive lines they usually competed hard i mean look at my San Francisco 49ers they they beat they went into Green Bay and beat Green Bay with with great defense and special teams. The offense ain't really do nothing. But San Francisco has a very, very good defensive line. And they dominated the line of scrimmage for the most part. And um you know, that's how you win football games. Great offensive and defensive line play. And if if Florida State is going to get back any to anywhere close to where they were in 2013 and 2014 and 2015, you you gotta solidify that defensive line. So I don't I I'm really trying to find out who your other defensive end is gonna be. Because right now it's looking like your defensive line is looking like Verse, Lovett, um, Big Number 91. Excuse me for not knowing his name. Um, and uh, probably McClendon. Maybe Fuller. I, I don't know. You know, maybe one of those young guys. Uh, Patrick Payton. Um you know, one of those, some of those young guys can step up. Um, I so I don't know, man. 
linebacker. You got the dude Tatum. You got Omar Graham. You got DeLoach. I, I think I think you have to strongly consider moving Amari Gaynor to defensive end. Cause he's an excellent blitzer. He can come off the edge. He's six three. Okay, you can just stand him up. And you know, he, he's what, two thirty, two thirty five? He put on another twenty pounds, he can do it. Cause I, I don't really see him as a four three linebacker in the league. Okay? I see him more as a three four guy. Outside linebacker. Cause his coverage skills are limited. He's a good tackler. He can run, but he he doesn't have good agility. He's not good in coverage. So I see him more in the 3-4 mold. Um, So putting him as like a pass rusher would be, you know, I think that would be a great idea. Um, uh, DJ Lundy, he needs to lose some weight. He's too big. He, he's got, he's. He's got all the the tools to be a great linebacker. He's just he's 260 pounds. Steven Dix, I mean, a specimen. But he, he can't cover. Good tackler. Good in run support, but he can't cover. You know, Deloach came on. But I think large in part why his his development, you know, took a upturn was because of the defensive line play, right? So, um, I mean, we got so many DBs. I I, I just I have a soft spot for Jarvis Brownlee, but dude, he he can't he can't cover, bro. I'm just I'm just I'm just keeping it real. And that's what I'm always gonna do on this podcast. I, I wish him I, I hope he goes out there next season. I hope he's the best corner on the team, but you know it's just it's not likely. Um but you went out, you addressed that position, you got some talent. Um we're not even going to talk about the Travis Hunter thing. I wish Travis Hunter all the success, all the luck in the world, man. You know, it, it was, I wish that I, when I was 18, I could have been in the position that he's in. So I'm happy for him. And nothing but success to him and, and Kevin Coleman. Not bitter. I mean, you know. Give Deion Sanders credit. He went out and did what was necessary to get those guys. And Mike Norvell went out and he offset all of those losses. So the only question to me, okay, because I think the defense is going to be pretty good. What do you, how, who's going to start on the offensive line? Okay. The question is, all your questions are on offense and special teams. And... I would hire a coach that um, I would hire a coach. All he does is special teams. I would not have a position coach 
doing special teams. That's just my opinion. Um, because special teams hurt us tremendously. We went out and got some guys that can field punts. We got to work on our onside kicks. Um, but I think we can beat anybody on our schedule next year. If, if, if you move Darius Washington to guard and you got to, you got to get Lloyd Willis ready. He got to play this year. If he don't play this year, I mean, you you telling me you're not going to play him until he's been on campus for five years. Come on, man. That's, that's ridiculous. Put that man in the game. Let him play. Put him at right tackle. Okay? Um, Robert Scott, injury prone. Um, he might be the best tackle on the team. I don't think he is. Maybe he was the best tackle on the team last year. But hopefully we got some guys in there that can compete and, and raise the level of play on this offensive line because that's really the key to the season. Um, Jordan Travis, um, he's a playmaker. The, the most uh, dynamic QB in college football, in my opinion. You put, like I said, I, you've heard me say this on the last four or five episodes. If you put Jordan Travis on Georgia's offense, what, who the, who the, who's going to beat him? You, you, you don't think Jordan Travis is better than Stinson, Stinson Bennett? Come on. Let's be real. He, he, Stinson Bennett has tremendous talent surrounding him. No slight to him. He made the plays. But he he's not a better quarterback than Jordan Travis. If if you put if you switch Bryce Young and Jordan Travis, you don't think Jordan Travis would go to Alabama and be a Heisman candidate? His arm is just as strong as Bryce Young's. Okay? Bryce Young might be a little bit more cerebral in terms of being a quarterback. He's Jordan Travis is more athletic. So to me it's just a question of uh if Florida State can actually solidify that offensive line. They've got some receivers now. You know. Jordan Travis might take off. Um but we'll see. You just, uh, you never know how these things going to work out. I started watching football in 1982. I was five years old. And um, my first Super Bowl was the uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I want to say it was in Detroit at the Silverdome. And, uh, you know, that's when I became a San Francisco 49ers fan. Um, 
I'm not saying that the Bengals and 49ers are going to make it this year, but, I mean, the 49ers are playing with house money right now. And I know this is the Gold Nose podcast, whatever, whatever, but I I said in the beginning when I started this, I was going to talk about whatever I want to, 49ers, video games, Miami Heat, entertainment, wrestling, just things that I like to talk about. And, you know, for those people that like to listen, great. If not, then, you know, it's not the end of the world. I mean, the great thing about life and living in this country, you have choice. So make your choice. Um, But anyway, the 49ers are playing with house money. I mean, Debo Samuel, what can you say, man? I mean, prolific at receiver, prolific running at running back. I mean, just a tremendous talent. Defensively, I mean, you go up there and you hold Green Bay to 10 points. You hold Aaron Rodgers to 10 points. I mean, and especially when they just drive down the field and it's just like, okay, they're going to do whatever they want. Boom, boom, boom. And then the defense just clamps on. I mean, the defensive coordinator, Domenico Ryans, he's going to be a head coach. If he's not a head coach somewhere, Chicago, Minnesota, I don't know, Jacksonville, I mean, it's the process is a joke. Um, and, uh, I mean, last weekend probably had to be the best weekend of football i ever seen. That's why I've said, it, you know, I started watching football when I was five years old because from that point until now, last weekend was probably the best weekend of football, college or pro, that I've ever seen. I mean, to me, that Texas-USC game uh, is up there as one of the best games ever. The Alabama-Georgia game from a few years ago is one of the best games ever. Uh, Florida State, Auburn was a great game. And that's that's pretty much it. But I, I just think from, from, from a star power perspective, that USC-Texas game was just, it's classic, man. It was in the Rose Bowl. It was no SEC teams. I mean, and I, I I'm I don't have an SEC bias, but I think you know the best is the best, and Alabama and Georgia is the best. But I just want to see USC, Miami, Texas, Florida State, schools like that get back up, and just see when those schools are on. When in Florida, I can't leave the Florida Gators out as much as I want to leave them out. But when those schools are on, man, you know, it's different. Um, so, you know, hopefully Mike Norvell can get us to that point. Um, we'll see. So, as always, thank you for listening. Be safe. We're available on YouTube. On all, We're available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Um, As always, go nose.